Stand up and be special. Testing, testing. Okay. Stand up and be special. Uh, Self care, mental health, habits, values. Stand up and be special podcast. Yes, okay, so I just. I just start. Hello. Welcome back to Stand Up and Be Special podcast. Um, so I had some sudden inspiration this evening to record an episode and I actually wanted to talk about my experience with cigarettes and smoking and addiction. So yeah, a light topic today. Um, so first off, apologies for not recording anything in a very long time. I have just had to deal with a lot of uni stuff and things got a bit hectic and I just needed to take a break from sharing my feelings online and being vulnerable for a little bit but I hope that I can continue to record a bit more frequently at the moment because I have a bit more time now. Um, So yeah that's why I stopped recording for quite a few months but anyway we're here now. Um, So yeah I wanted to talk about my experience with smoking and how I stopped smoking and yeah what I used what tools I used to do that so yeah I guess we'll start from the beginning it's like a story I guess so I started smoking in January of 2019 I had a lot of friends who smoked I thought oh I'll give this a go like I don't know it can't be that bad um and I very much underestimated the willpower that I have or yeah the amount of willpower I was willing to have around a substance like cigarettes um I've always been super against um smoking I don't really mind if other people do it but just for myself I have always been quite health conscious or I like to think I am and smoking just obviously just doesn't align with that so for in that way I just never ever wanted to start it because I knew that I have quite an addictive personality so once I start something I'll it's pretty hard for me to stop doing it especially something like that that'll give you so much reward I guess you could say um it was also at the time I was really into running so it was really bad for that it quickly made me um super unfit and very much question why I had even started it in the first place but alas I kept going for a little bit um at first I would usually just smoke when I was out drinking or like out with friends and then I guess you could call that social smoking and then friends at uni would smoke like in between classes so sort of started doing that a little bit and then it got to smoking at work in my break or like after work or on the way home or sometimes I'd just go out for a walk in the middle of the night and just like go for a smoke um yeah which is really not my style now I think about it but at the time um it's what I was doing um why I decided to stop um I guess a lot of reasons but mostly because it was just 2019 was not a great year for many reasons for me but uh, smoking definitely contributed to that in a very much a negative way I wasn't running I didn't have good mental health at all Um, and I'll probably speak about that a bit more in detail in the future but for right now I'm just gonna say that Um, 
I, yeah, I really knew it was me- negatively affecting my mental health, my mental health, and it was just sort of affecting my life and my personal life, my relationships with my family, my friends. I felt like I wasn't being real with people because I really care about my health. I loved running and this really just did not align with me. Um, also, what pushed me to quit was cigarette prices were getting higher and it was costing me so much money to um, continue smoking. Um, if you are a smoker or if you ever have smoked in your life, I was smoking Marlboro Reds and I would refuse to smoke anything else other than that. Um, but yeah, they were really expensive. I think when I stopped smoking, they're about $50 for a 25 pack, which is so expensive, especially for something like smoking. Um, and yeah, it was definitely a conflict of interest. Um, and it involved lying to people about who I really was and who I wanted to be in the future. And I felt like I was like being an imposter in myself almost um it was really weird and I knew it was only going to be a phase but I sort of decided I knew that it was only going to last until the end of that year and I did make a lot of changes at the end of that year in 2019 because a lot of things were affecting me in a negative way and I just thought okay you know what I need to (laughs) I need to sort this out I need to do something about it um so I looked into I think it's called the Q action reward theory um I think that's what it's called but I read a book about habits I think during that year and it kind of I kind of kept thinking about it I was like hmm let's see if I can apply this to my smoking and let's see if I can get rid of it and um obviously when I did quit I had a lot of withdrawal and you go through this phase of just it's just like an unbelievable I don't know feeling that you just you're missing out on something that you just can't have and I would never forget the way I felt afterwards like I remember the last time I had a cigarette was with um my friend Mirren and she in my head I knew it was going to be my last cigarette but I remember being at the Crowey and it was, I think it was the 7th of December, 2019. And in my head, I thought to myself, once we finish this, this is the last one. And to this day, I haven't smoked, I haven't smoked, I haven't smoked any cigarettes. Um, I think I've had a vape maybe like once or twice, but I really didn't like it. And I knew that once I started that, I would just go down that rabbit hole. So stop that pretty quickly. But, um, yeah, I haven't smoked a cigarette since then and it was mostly due to knowing why I wanted to quit and why it was important to me that I needed to make this decision and also thinking about the long term in that I knew that it was going to affect me. I know I knew that or know that cigarettes are really bad and um, I've seen firsthand how it's affected my family members who used to smoke and the health um the negative way it's affected their health into their elderly ages so I had so much I guess intrinsic motivation in a sense to quit because I knew 
all of these things down the line that could happen and that have happened in my family and I really didn't want that for myself um honestly like I don't really care if other people smoke because as a smoker you know how bad it is what you're doing but um the addiction sort of I guess for me at least it took over that rational thought of this is really bad for me this is expensive this is gonna um negatively affect my mental health even if I think in that moment it's positively affecting me by helping me get through xyz um but yeah so back to how I actually quit um I looked into yeah the cue action and reward um and I basically broke down broke it down and I said okay the cue for example on my way home from work was I really want a cigarette because I'm super stressed out and I want to relax after work and then the action was I'll have a cigarette because I want to wind down and I want to just think about nothing and have some space and then the reward was feeling relaxed or happy or elated or whatever feelings you might get from doing that action so I changed the action and that's what this book talked about it talked about it sort of talked about how if you want to change a habit you have to change the action that will give you the same reward or similar reward so that your brain can sort of almost rewire itself and have a similar chemical reaction but have a different action in its place so instead of having a cigarette after work I would um immediately go to the gym after work and I would just do whatever do whatever I felt like doing it didn't have to be anything it could be cardio it could be doing squats for an hour but I just did anything that could take my mind off of the craving and off of the thought of having a cigarette until I didn't feel like it anymore and then I would go home and go to bed and it was really hard for the first few months and I would sometimes go to the gym at like really random times throughout the day and throughout the night um and I also sort of replaced the um smoking with coffee I just have black coffee and to me the sort of taste was very similar so I was able to get that sort of really like gritty bitter flavor in my mouth that I was so used to with smoking and replace it with something like coffee and although coffee is not the best for you and I was drinking it like at all hours of the day it really helped me to sort of replace something that I didn't want in my life anymore and just replace it with something else that I wasn't willing to give up and um that I knew was um sort of a useful replacement obviously having caffeine at 12 a.m is not super helpful but for me I knew that if I just had it I would be able to at least just go to sleep or sort of sleep um and know that I had continued this trajectory of not smoking cigarettes which was my goal in the end and as time went on the replacement of coffee or going to the gym it became more and more of a habit which is sort of how I developed going to the gym as a habit um and 
as time went on as well, I was more motivated by the fact that it had been longer since I had smoked than since it, I had I had smoked. So a month went by and I thought, damn, it's been a month, like good on me. I haven't smoked for a month. And I, I don't know, you, you're motivated by the fact that you haven't done something for so long and you don't want to break the streak almost. It's like having a Snapchat streak, I guess. Like you want to send a snap to the person every day so you keep that little number going. I guess I was really motivated by the fact that I could measure my progress in that way and the fact that I knew that I was not losing weight necessarily but I could see that my skin was clearing, my sleep was better, I could think more clearly my uni work got better after that I got way better grades in comparison to that whole year of 2019 when I was smoking and I knew that I didn't have to sort of lie to my family about going out and going for a ciggy when um like what I was telling them oh, I'm going out for a walk at 11 30 at night like what do you expect me to do um at that time and go for a walk so yeah, I I still struggle, to be honest, to this day. Sometimes I'm out and I'm drinking or I'm out with friends and they're, they're smoking and I think to myself, oh, I'd love to have just like a puff of a cigarette. Like that would be so nice right now. Like I'm having a drink, I'm having a great time. Like I'm out, I'm socializing. Wouldn't it be nice? And to be honest, I probably won't ever, won't, there won't be a day where, I will never ever smoke again like I probably will smoke at some point in my life again but not to the extent that I did during that year and um even though like it's been so much so long since I have it's been almost three years now um the cravings still come and go and I still fall back on the coping mechanism of okay it's only gonna last so long and it's maybe because I'm stressed or because I'm worried about something or because someone's upset me or maybe my day's just not going as planned and I just think, oh, wow, it'd be just, just be nice to, you know, have a ciggy and um, sort of think about nothing for a bit. But if I take that same thought process and think, okay, I really want to zone out or I really want to um, just sort of relax for a bit, then I just do something else that I know will take my mind off of maybe having a cigarette even though I know deep down it's not going to happen because I don't have cigarettes I don't have a lighter I don't have anything that I could use to do that action anymore but the thought sometimes still comes up and it's almost like I guess an intrusive thought in a way um because I'm I know that I would be self-sabotaging a lot of things that I've worked towards and I know that sounds really dramatic well at least it sounds like in my head that that sounds quite dramatic but um yeah it's like a oh what if I did this really bad thing and what if what would happen but I know that like what what would happen would be I would feel awful that I have gone against something that I've worked really hard towards and I know that there would be a possibility of me almost relapsing in a way and starting to smoke again using it as a coping mechanism and 
finding some sort of excuse to continue. So in that sense, I am almost always um, pushed away by the thought of going back and starting the habit again. Um, I know for other people that I've spoken to about it, they've smoked for a lot longer than me and they don't have that sort of thought process of why they want to quit or how it might actually benefit them in the future but that's just my experience of how I decided to quit I didn't smoke for that long it wasn't a humongous part of my life but it definitely was something that I really struggled with and I had to make I had to be super hard on myself in order to come away from that and realize that it was doing me a lot of damage and not benefiting me in a lot of ways. I guess something that also helped me during that time when I was quitting and sort of, I guess I mourned, I guess, the sort of life that I was living while I was smoking, which also sounds rather odd, but I was going out a lot and I felt like I had this great group of friends and I felt like in a lot of ways I was almost missing out on their friendship because I wasn't smoking and I wasn't engaging in those activities anymore but to be honest I pulled away from a lot of those people and realized that they really weren't there for me for the long haul they really didn't give a shit about me and to be honest it was so much better without them and you know that's fine our values just didn't align and that's fine they're living their lives and I'm happy for them but quitting smoking really made me realize that the only thing that I had in common with these people was the fact that I was going out and I was smoking and drinking and um that's all that the friendship really had to offer so In that sense, I really don't miss smoking because it made me connect with a lot of people that didn't have the same values as me and I guess didn't really care about me outside of the fact that they wanted to stand with someone outside a club or a bar and smoke. And I know now that um, you can vape and it's a lot, I think the culture has changed a lot more with people vaping and you can vape anywhere and anytime. And I am, I don't know, it, it kind of confuses me because smoking sort of has a sort of stigma around it and you're dirty and sort of almost shunned a little bit, I guess you could say it's not glamorous um like vaping is or can be seen as and um yeah I just think it's weird that vaping has this sort of like hierarchy over smoking even though they're both arguably equally as bad for you um but that was not a culture when I was sort of smoking at the time vapes didn't really exist I sound really old but they just didn't really, they weren't really a thing at the time and they weren't really easy to access. Um, so yeah, it's a different culture now because I really feel for people that rely on vapes because they're so much easier to come by and you can use them anywhere and you don't have to go outside and it's, it's would be so much harder. But um, I guess if I was to give someone advice in terms of vaping is maybe just 
drink water when you want to vape or find some sort of lolly that you want to eat or something that will just I guess give you a little bit of joy or a little bit of happiness that might be replaced by vaping um yeah I really feel for people who are vaping and are trying to quit because it's so easy to vape anywhere and anytime and yeah I really could not imagine doing that but yeah the culture has definitely changed with vaping and you can also vape inside clubs as well inside on the dance floor while you're drinking in pubs I work in a pub and people vape all the time in the in the pub and you have to tell people off because you're not allowed to but it's really hard now because of that um and also because I feel like it's very normalized behavior when in actual fact it's the same um or not the same but it's a very similar habit to smoking and it should be taken as seriously as smoking in terms of the harm or the potential harm to your health um and the potential I guess negative effects it has on your mental health and the reliance that you can have on a substance such as nicotine I mean you could argue that with alcohol as well and you know I could talk for hours about that but in terms of um nicotine I think it's just such a normalized um coping mechanism to finish off this episode I'd just like to culminate a few of the points that I said because I feel like I really rambled at the end um so for me what helped me when I was quitting was replacing smoking with another habit or another thing that I could go and do and at first this action um was the same every time but as it got more and longer and longer since I'd smoked it became different things and evolved into more like a self-care practice or journaling reading listening to music going for a walk um it really evolved into something of its own and it just reminds me every now and then to take some time out and stop working or stop hustling and moving and talking to people and just be with myself and actually listen to my own thoughts and not have um music playing or someone speaking to me etc um so I guess more and more it changed over time but yeah just having something that you can replace it with also letting people know that that's what you're doing and removing yourself from any situations where you might be tempted to smoke or tempted to vape I guess if that's what you're trying to do um and sometimes I guess it really hurt when I had to draw away from that group of people but in the end like as I said before these people didn't really care about me so it wasn't really a loss um and I guess number three is to I guess own up to the fact that you have a problem or you want to fix something that you think is wrong and it might take a while for you to come to terms with this um I ignored this part of it for a long long time but it definitely helped me with motivation to quit and to keep me going in terms of um even now as I said having cravings or wanting or I guess fantasizing about smoking and coming back to the idea of okay this is why I stopped and this is why I'm going to continue to not do it because I know in my heart that it's not right or it doesn't it doesn't 
um, align with my values, etc. So yeah, that's all I want to say about that I used to smoke and honestly like I don't judge people that smoke and if you enjoy it and if it's something that works for you I'm not judging you in any way shape or form this is just how I came to terms with not smoking anymore so please don't take this episode the wrong way if you got this far thank you for listening to me ramble about my addiction and um, how I got over it but yeah don't take it the wrong way I am not against smoking um this is just my journey with it and it just really did not work for me and yeah that's all I have to say about smoking um if you want me to talk about um this again or you want me to interview someone that works with substance abuse or addiction or smoking or anything like that um let me know and I will get someone a bit more professional but for now um thank you for listening to my ramble about smoking and how I got over it and hopefully I'll speak to you soon bye